In Training with Watson Cook. As Christians, we're all in training to grow in our walk with Jesus. No matter if you have been saved for 90 years or if you're like me, new in your relationship with Jesus. God's Word is so powerful. We should have a hunger each day to dive in and train ourselves to live out His plan for us. So join me as I've been called to share my story and what I've learned through my short time in training. Welcome in to In Training. After an unplanned hiatus for a few weeks, we're back up and going, and it feels great to be back. And so thank you for joining me. Thank you for being patient with me um, while I was away for a few weeks. Today we're going to look at being born again, spiritually born again. And so my question to you is, do we fully understand what that means? Or do we think about it maybe like Nicodemus? So today we're going to look in the book of John and we'll be in chapter 3. And here Jesus is explaining to Nicodemus the spiritual rebirth. And he didn't get it. Nicodemus didn't get it. In fact, he responds to Jesus with this question. How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? He didn't understand it. And to some, that sounds like a childish question, doesn't it? Can we really enter our mother's womb a second time and and be born? And some of us, at least I know for me, for a long time, I didn't understand that either. But when we really get into a relationship with Jesus and we study his word, it becomes really simple. And like a lot of things that seem easy after the fact, this one fits into that category. So again, we're going to be in the book of John chapter 3, and we'll start in verse 1. We'll go through 15, but John chapter 3, verse 1. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. And a ruler of the Jews, it just means he was a member of the Sanhedrin's, which was a governing body of the Jewish people. Verse 2, this man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you were a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. And Jesus answers him in verse 3, truly, truly, I say to you, Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now let's pause there, and I want to go back a little bit in John, go back to chapter 2, where Jesus had gone to Jerusalem during the Passover. And when he entered the temple, instead of finding worship taking place, he encountered money changers and men selling their oxen and sheep. They had turned the temple into a place of business. And so what did Jesus do? He cleaned house. And in verse 17, it says, His disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house will consume me. In Psalm 69, verse 9, it says, For zeal for your house has consumed me, and the reproaches of those who reproach you have fallen on me. Jesus was not going to have the temple, the place of worship, turned into a place of trade. And he knew what was going on there before he got there. He knew then, and he still knows now, what is on the heart of each individual. 
just like with Nicodemus. And so that takes me back to his conversation with Nicodemus. Jesus knew his heart. And we'll repeat verse 3 of chapter 3 again, where Jesus answers him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. In verse 4, Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? In verse 5, Jesus answers, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. 6. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. We're all born of the flesh. We're all born into sin. We all have a sinful nature. Problem. We're born into sin. Solution. Jesus Christ. He provides rebirth. A spiritual rebirth. When he says in verse 5, unless one is born of water and the spirit, born of water doesn't mean the physical birth. It isn't referring to baptism. It means a spiritual rebirth that cleanses from sin and brings a spiritual renewal and transformation. This goes back to Ezekiel chapter 36, verses 25 through 27, where God says, I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean from all your uncleannesses. And from your idols I will cleanse you. And I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. Back to John, Jesus continues to Nicodemus in verse 7. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. 8. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. 9. Nicodemus says to him, How can these things be? And Jesus answers in verse 10, Are you the teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? 11. Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and bear witness to what we have seen, but you do not receive our testimony. 12. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? Jesus is telling him, if you can't understand the new birth, the rebirth, how can I expect you to understand my deeper truths? Like we talked about in the open, it it all comes together and it all starts to make sense when you allow him in. When you allow your own rebirth and you build that relationship. Jesus continues in verse 13. No one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. 14. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, 
so must the Son of Man be lifted up. 15. That whoever believes in Him may have eternal life. All the way back in Numbers in the Old Testament, God told Moses to make a fiery serpent and to set it on a pole so that anyone who was bitten by a serpent would see this serpent on the pole and and they would live. So Moses built a bronze serpent and set it on a pole, and if anyone was bitten, they could look to that bronze serpent. And again, they, they would live. And now Jesus is saying, now you have me. Look to me. Lift me up. Place everything in me, and you will live. And the best part about it, Jesus says, you will live eternally. Verse 15 again, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. Rebirth, being born again in the Spirit. God loves us so much that he sent his Son to die for our sins to allow us the opportunity to be born again so that we may live eternally. And the choice is ours. The choice is ours. We can live in the flesh, or we can be born again and live in the Spirit. Dear Lord, thank you for giving us the chance to have eternal life. Lord, for laying your life down for our sins, that we may be washed clean, that we may be born again in the newness of the Spirit. Lord, I pray if someone listening doesn't know you or doesn't have the relationship with you that they need. I pray they would be led to you. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I pray you are able to take something from today's show and use it to strengthen your journey. Wherever you may be in your walk, know there is always room to grow in your relationship with Christ. I'm Watson Cook. Thank you for listening. And remember, we are all in training.